hello, hello, and welcome to the second part of today's FYI. I hope you guys are enjoying the episode on amusement parks and theme parks. I know myself, I'm going back to when I was a kid, just reminiscing. Well, speaking of, I told you I was going to tell you a little bit about Action Park. Now, Action Park was the first water park in the United States, but it was also the most dangerous, and I survived it. Now, you can see documentaries about this. In fact, there's one that's going to be coming out on HBO. There's also a movie called Action Point starring Johnny Knoxville from... Jackass. This story is loosely based on Action Park. So, what was Action Park? Well, Action Park was a water park that was built in a ski area. So, they wanted to find a way to use this mountainous area during the summer so it wasn't just there wasting money. So, they said, I know, let's set up some water slides. A water slide es un tobogán. Makes sense. To slide es deslizarse. So you technically slide down a water slide. But you guys have to remember, this was the early 80s, and there wasn't too much regulation yet. So it was as simple as, hey, why don't we put a slide there coming out of the mountain, and then we'll make people drop 20 meters into a pool of ice-cold water and... Okay, yeah, and why don't we make a slide with a loop in it? What? A slide with a loop in it? But how are people going to get through it? Well, I don't know. We can just use park employees to test it out. All these things I just told you are not made up. No son cosas inventadas. These are all real things. They have a, uh, they have, I should say they had, they closed the park and, well, it was no secret. It was a dangerous place. Ambulances were coming and going every day. The people who were operating the rides were drunk. The people who were going on the rides were drunk. And it was just mayhem. Mayhem is another word for madness. Locura. But overall, it was fun. As I said, we would get to September and go back to school and everyone would say, I survived Action Park. Now, I have to be honest with you. I got a second degree burn at Action Park, but not everybody was so lucky. As I said, unfortunately, sadly, many people died at this water park. Uh, Other people had heart attacks. One guy, when he fell into the freezing cold water, he had a heart attack. Another guy, when he stepped out of his boat into the lake, there were these uh, boats that went on a lake, and he stepped out of it, and he got electrocuted. Uh, Oh, and that lake was full of snakes. Yeah, guys, you can't script this stuff. No puedes guionizar esto. Oh, and the wave pool? The wave pool is esta piscina donde hacen las olas. Do you know what they called it? The grave pool. That's right. The grave pool. La piscina de tumbas. I remember the first time I went bungee jumping. I said puenting. I did it at Action Park. So 
check out the links. You'll see it's become an internet phenomenon, but Action Park was part of my childhood. And I'm proud to say, as I've said many times, I survived. Okay, I have a battle scar, but I survived. Now, I also told you drug lord. Yeah, we usually say somebody who is a drug dealer on a higher level would be a drug lord. A drug dealer would be more camello. A drug lord would be someone who's running a multi-billion dollar or multi-million dollar operation like Pablo Escobar was. Well, his ranch, his estate, patrimonio, has been turned into an amusement park. Yeah, how cool is that? The guy had the coolest ranch in the world with animals and rides. So once uh, they got rid of him, cuando se deshicieron de él, they decided, well, what do we do with this? And the Colombian government had the brilliant idea to make it an amusement park. And you can go there. It's called the Hacienda Napoles, or for my American friends, Hacienda Napoles. <laughs> Uh, and it's pretty crazy because the entranceway to the park, right, the normal, it's a very important part of a park because it's the first thing you see when you go to an amusement park or a theme park. Well, the entranceway here, no, it's not a big Mickey Mouse. No, it's not a big rhinoceros. It is a plane that he previously used to smuggle drugs. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've got to say, there are no rules with theme parks. There are some strange theme parks out there. I was taking a look at it on the internet, and this is not the strangest, I must say. Now, let's take a look at some of the rides, atracciones. You can say attractions, but in the United States, we usually say rides. Uh, a ride I like, which uh, it's pretty dangerous uh, now that I think about it as an adult, but I always loved a ride called... Bumper cars. Does that ring a bell? Bumper cars. Well, to bump is chocar, no? O tropezar con, to bump into somebody. So bumper, ah, coches de choque. I love when words make sense in English. So bumper cars. I remember, in fact, when I think of bumper cars, I think of Spain. I think of when I went to the different local fairs in Spain and I would ride the bumper cars. So that's funny. Some rides remind me of the United States and some rides remind me of growing up in Spain. And it's interesting because the word bumper is also parachoques. It's the thing that uh, when you have a car accident, well, you hope that it just bumps the bumper. And well, the, the first amusement park to have bumper cars in the United Kingdom um, started to import them with an exclusive license. So now bumper cars are pretty common. You see that at any see them at any traveling uh, festival or fair. Uh, you see them everywhere. I've seen bumper cars in the middle of the desert in California. So it's a very common ride, but you needed an exclusive license from a guy named Butlin Skegness. That's a weird name, Butlin Skegness. Oof. I guess uh, he was frustrated with his name, and he says, you know what? Anybody who wants to have fun with these bumper cars, well, I'll tell you what. You must pay me. And, well, the, the irony of this, uh, this park in 2011 hung up a sign near their bumper cars that said, no bumping. And this is not a joke. It's true. 
so and people were complaining. People are say, were saying, what, what do you mean no bumping? These are bumper cars. So imagine that. The, the guy and the park that invented bumper cars, you are no longer allowed to bump into other cars. Then it shouldn't be called bumper cars. I agree with those people. But uh, they, were, they had a lot of injuries. Uh, people were sustaining a lot of injuries. But I think that's normal because bumper cars, you know, you could get whiplash. I think you say esto cervical, something cervical, whiplash. Uh, but you know that also when you get on a ride. Uh, I, I know when I get on a roller coaster or something, I know that my body is going to twist and turn. So you have to also be conscious of it. So, but that's, I just thought that was funny. The The guy and the park that invented bumper cars has officially said no bumping. Ah, oh, man, talk about taking the fun out of things. Now, as I said many times, coasters are my favorite. I love roller coasters. Roll, actually the word makes sense. Roll is rodear. And to coast is ir sin motor, ir sin esfuerzo. And that's what it does. Once a roller coaster goes up the first hill, it is momentum, inertia, momentum that takes it around the rest of the track. Uh, my favorite ride, if I had to choose a ride, it's definitely roller coasters because there are so many different kinds of roller coasters. And I know a lot about roller. You, you, you guys would be surprised uh, how much I know about roller coasters. In fact, I've toyed with the idea, to toy with the ideas, he pensado, he jugado con la idea, he tanteado la idea of joining ACE. Now, what does ACE stand for? Well, the word ACE is AS, but ACE stands for the American Coaster Enthusiasts. Yeah, that's how sick I am. So I love coasters. Uh, the, the coaster capital of the world is Sandusky, Ohio. And it's because they have some of the tallest, fastest, and longest rides. In fact, if, if you're ever up in that area, you're going to want to check out Cedar Point. That's another one I didn't say before, but it's on my bucket list. Cedar Point which is located in Sandusky, Ohio. And wow, some serious roller coasters over there. Anybody who is a thrill seeker or an adventure seeker, Cedar Point is chock full of coasters. There's another city, which I mentioned before, which claims to be, and I think rightfully so, merecidamente, the theme park capital of the world. And that city is, I think it deserves a drum roll, un redoble. Orlando, Florida. That's right. Now, I'm sure many of you have guessed it, but that's because that's where Disney World is. That's where Universal Studios is. Now, remember, Disney World has many parks. They have four parks, plus two or three water parks, plus restaurants. I mean, Disney is not just a theme park. Disney is its own city. In fact, another day on the show, we're going to take a look at Disney. We could do a whole episode just on Disney. But in Orlando, you have Disney, you have Universal, you have SeaWorld, and since it's a place where a lot of tourists go, there are so many, I mean, even just your local sushi restaurant, there's an element of show or immersion in it. So you, you have to go to Orlando. I'm very lucky. I lived in Orlando for six months, and I worked 
at Planet Hollywood in downtown Disney, and I had a Disney pass. A Disney pass. What does that mean? Uh, a Disney pass. Normally, people pay for a season pass. Una esta de temporada. I think you say abono de temporada, a season pass. But I had a, a pass as an employee, and I could bring friends too. So that was one of the best perks I've ever had at any job. Perk is beneficio. Yeah, I could go to any Disney park any time of the day whenever I wanted. Wow, that's pretty cool. And speaking of Disney and coasters, uh, the most expensive coaster in the world isn't what you would think. It's not the tallest or the fastest. The tallest coaster is the King Ka. Now, that could change by the time you hear this podcast, but when this podcast is recorded in 2020, the tallest is King Ka in Six Flags Great Adventure, New Jersey, another park that I grew up on. I have ridden King Ka many times. It's a really cool coaster. I'll include a link in the show notes so you could see it in the first row. But no, King Ka is not the most expensive coaster in the world, and nor is the Ferrari one in Dubai, which is fast as hell. Nope, no, no, no. It is Everest Expedition at Disney World in Florida. Another coaster I can say I, am, I have proudly ridden. And this coaster is really cool. As a Disney coaster, it's not a typical coaster. It's an immersion experience. So you go into Mount Everest and you're going through these snowy slopes and it is really immersive. And it is the world's most expensive roller coaster because what they literally did was recreate a mini Mount Everest. And the final cost of the ride was $100 million. And that's another thing that fascinates me too, all the, the money and research, investigación, right? R&D is so important. Research and development is so important. And that's why uh, Disney took very good care of, cuidó muy bien de his Imagineers, because they were the ones coming up with these ideas that would bring families back year after year. And that's another thing. People keep coming back to theme parks and amusement parks because they keep updating them. So new rides, new experiences, and as we say in English, out with the old, in with the new. So they constantly have to be innovating. And that's cool too because, well, us as the riders, we're lucky because we get to experience some of the most amazing technology in the world. Two of the coolest rides I've ever ridden was the earthquake ride at Universal Studios. Universal Studios Islands of Adventure. This is in Orlando, Florida. And the other one was right next to it, and that was the Spider-Man ride. And those two rides were so immersive. They played so much with my brain. Oh, and now I'm thinking of a third one. I'll give you a third one. The Harry Potter experience, which I'm not even a Harry Potter fan. And when I went to Universal Osaka, uh, are you getting this, guys? I love theme parks. I spend a lot of money on theme parks. Um, so uh, when I was at Universal Osaka, I have to say that was uh, so immersive. It just played with my mind and took me to another world for those 15, 20 minutes. That was the Harry Potter ride. So 
some really cool rides. And if you're noticing, some of my favorite are not Disney. Even though Disney are masters of immersion, my favorite rides are all at Universal. Hmm. I asked my wife, too, and she said her favorite ride was Jurassic Park at Universal Osaka. I've got to say, a lot of people talk Disney. If you're going to go to Orlando, please do yourself a favor and make time for Universal. And that's two parks they have. Universal has Universal Studios and Universal Islands of Adventure. They are both worth visiting, especially if you love movies and you love being immersed in those movies. If you ask me which one I prefer, Disney or Universal, I'll say Disney-versal. <laughs> Another ride that is pretty popular, but I, I'm not a big fan. I guess I like the, the romantic aspect. I like the views. But uh, I get bored. I like thrill rides. If you haven't noticed, I like, you know, free falls. I like uh, haunted houses even. Casas encantadas. Roller coasters, obviously. But this next ride, I think, you know, it defines uh, a fair. It defines an amusement park. And now recently it's defined cities. You're seeing them all over cities. And I'm talking about the Ferris wheel. La Noria. The Ferris wheel made its debut at the 1893 World's Fair in Chicago. And it was there that people started to see this amazing ride that could give you spectacular views like never before, all while being entertained. The predecessor to the Ferris wheel was called the Pleasure Wheel. I guess that makes sense then. They were entertained, pleasure, the pleasure wheel. And that was in Bulgaria in the 17th century. Now, this is interesting because it had chairs that were suspended from rings, anillos. And the whole contraption was turned by strong men. How cool is that? There was no engine. No, no. We're talking about the 17th century here. So they had these big, strong, muscular men uh, spinning that Ferris wheel around. Ah, that would be cool to see some photo or video footage of that. So that was the predecessor to the Ferris wheel. But the modern Ferris wheel is credited as coming from Chicago. Of course, the inventor's last name was Ferris. And... I can't talk about amusement parks, theme parks, carnivals without talking about spinny rides. Rides that spin. The ones that I get dizzy on. To get dizzy is marearse. Yeah, I'm a big guy. I'm a tough guy. Un tío fuerte. <laughs> I go on every roller coaster. The tallest, the fastest. More energy, more adrenaline. But then if you ask me, Alberto, do you want to go on the merry-go-round? I'll say, no, I'll give it a pass. To go on the merry-go-round, el tío vivo is the merry-go-round. Merry is, uh, it's a funny word. Merry is uh, happiness, right? To be merry is to be happy. Literally, happy-go-round. Merry-go-round. Uh, felicidad en círculos. That's a pretty cool name. Well, we also call it the carousel as well. The carousel or the merry-go-round. Yeah, I get dizzy. Yeah, I know. You're saying, Alberto, you can't go on a merry-go-round, but you can go on the Kingda Ka. Yeah, that's me. Uh, and forget about the swings. Oh, my God. 
oh man, I don't think I can, I can do the swings, anything that spins around. Um, but uh, I guess my daughter's going to want to go on those rides, and my wife is not a big fan of rides in general. She's not a huge fan, so I think I'm going to be taking my daughter on these rides. Or, as I said before, maybe my daughter's just my excuse, and she's going to be taking me on the rides. Well, whatever you do, if it's with your family, your friends, whenever you choose to go, a theme park, an amusement park is a day that you will never forget. Full of thrills, excitement, and emotions that you don't get every single day. So next time you guys want to have some family fun or just get an adrenaline rush, stop by your local amusement park and ride the rides. It'll take you back to when you were five years old again. Well, folks, that's all the time we have for today's bonus episode of FYI. I want to thank you so much for being here and for subscribing to me on Patreon. You guys are the best, and we'll be back next week with more. Ciao for now.